Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs> you are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 What's going on, everyone? Welcome to The Other Side, The Other Side of Sports. I'm your guest host, Jeremy John, host of the Sports Reality Podcast, stepping in for your boy, Harold Laws. But we do have the rest of the crew here. We have Aaron, we have Jeff, we have D. Fellas, how y'all doing? What's good? Uh, Before we start, though, um, anyone succeed on their quest for this PS5? That's stupid, guys. That's stupid. Uh, I was not on a quest. I haven't played a video game in over 20 plus years. <laughs> so, you make you sound old. You yeah, sound your age and Okay, right. <laughs> I'm not saying that, you know, if I got a, if I got, you know, the kid, you know, daughter, son one day, they want to uh, play it. I might do it a little bit for them. But yeah, it's right. been like 20 years for me, bro. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was the... Uh, topic of conversation over the weekend uh, since, since since it dropped last Thursday, I believe. I know Walmart for sure had those periodic drops. Uh, my, my boy, he was on my show last week and we recorded on Thursday and we had to take a break. He was like, hey, hey it's almost nine o'clock. I got to. I got to, I got to go on this web. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I'm, I, I can't be on for the rest of the show. <laughs> he said, he said I, just give me like 15 minutes. I'll find out, you know, and he went in there and I, he's on the call at the same time. And he's like, uh, uh, and he's like, oh, it's a, I got it in the car and I got it in the car. And then it's, oh, I ain't get it. And then That's like, it. it's her. <laughs> Yeah, he said, man, this is like the fourth time today. Like, I've been trying to get it. He's like, I got the money and I just can't get it. Like, he so was I like, at one point. Oh, go ahead. No, nah, he was, he, he mentioned this to me also. He's like, yo, I remember when I was broke and like, I couldn't get a PS4 and now I got money. And I still can't get a <laughs> Well, no, if he got money, he could get it on that black market, pay a stock for it. That don't show up at his door in two days. Yeah? Right. Don't got to be black market. This got to be eBay. Yeah. I, that, that's, what I, that's what I'm trying to cipher with. But yeah, basically, second, secondary market. <laughs> Resale market. Yeah, for sure, though. So if anybody Aaron, is looking you... for an Xbox before Christmas, Price of the brick, but I got you, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's gonna be fifteen hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jeremy. Like in most most of the things, you know, obviously, you know, like the hype hype beast culture, like and things being limited and the demand for stuff. It's like where it's a dollar to be made. Like people gonna swoop in there. You yes, you gotta sir. know a plug. You gotta know a plug, dog, because the chances of you hitting like the raffles or you know the joint just. Happen to hit on your select your uh your um what IP address and all that that you're the winner <laughs> over these bots and stuff that don't ain't that don't ain't happening. <laughs> so you need a plug, man. Oh man, talking about other things that took over the media this week. 
NBA trade rumors. Let's start with the big rumor that is going around with um, Woj and Shrams and Shrams, Shrams or uh, whatever the dude's name is from from the Athletic. I sound like Harold fumbling names right now. Um, <laughs> James Harden. There's rumors of James Harden being traded, uh, wanting out of, of of Houston. The rumor is that he will be traded to Brooklyn. Um, there's also other sources that are saying that James Harden turned down a two-year, $103 million extension. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. That will start at the end of the remaining three years of his contract. Uh, I'm going to start with you, uh, D. Do you think this trade is going to ultimately happen? Are there going to be enough uh, players and pieces to make this work for Harden to, to Brooklyn? I mean, it's, it, I mean, I felt like when you had some other super teams that were forged together, when you had you know, LeBron and, and Bosh, and D Wade, you know, they were able to make it work. It's a matter of collectively, they have to figure that out as the players. To me, the players have the power in that, you know, if they're willing to make their salaries work where it fits, where all three of them could be on that roster and then still be able to get some sort of talent around the three of them. And that's the hardest part to me is the role players. I mean, that's what it's going to primarily be. You got three superstars and the rest of these guys are going to be the straight up role players. But to me, from a from a team with not not see the Durant to me can play with anybody because Durant has the ability to just play off the ball. He can score in so many different ways. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hand to score. But Kyrie and Harden on the same team, I feel like it's the same player, the same style, you know. And you're going to try to figure that out. I, I don't even know how that's going to work from a basketball standpoint. But in terms of it making it happen, I mean, hey, if they want to make it happen, the money talks, hey, if you want to go over the luxury tracks, I could see it happen. Aaron, uh, what do you think about the situation? I mean, if the original rumor was reported correctly and he's intent on being in Brooklyn, I think he's going to end up in Brooklyn. Um, like D was saying, this isn't the NFL. The players run the league. And if he decides that he's not going to suit up for the Rockets anymore and he wants to play for the um, – the Nets, then that's what's going to happen. Now, there may be two, maybe one or two other teams on the list. Um, I didn't hear the specifics of what the other, who the other teams were, but if he, a player that want to play for the organization, it's over. Jeff, you think this is going to happen? <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't think this is going to happen, man. <laughs> there it is. This is not happening, dog. Like, I know everybody, like I said, they're, you know, they're fantasizing about seeing this and how it would be and whether this could work. And then you got the people that would just want to hate on this and saying, oh, here's another super team. So it, it would be a win for the league in terms of just boosting things up uh, more, uh, love them or hate them. I mean, I think this year already has a bunch of storylines, but yeah, I just don't see this happening. I think if you're Houston, like Harden is a great player, one of the greats of this era, has averaged basically 35 the last three seasons. His usage has always, uh, you know, been at top of the league, and they added Russ, and his joint dropped from one to three. Like, Kyrie and him need the ball. And as uh, D mentioned, Durant can play without the ball. He can, He's proven that or whatever, but he still wants the ball too. And so when you got Kyrie, um, you know, who likes to dribble, and Harden, who likes to dribble, um, you know, that could potentially be an issue. The other thing is, could Harden revert to the player that he was when he was younger? I mean, 
I don't know. Like I said, he's been so prolific in this league at doing what he does. And if you're saying like, hey, we need you to cut that back that 35 a game to like 23 so KD could get like 26, then Kyrie's still going to want his points. But they're not like uh, Steph and Clay, where, you know, they don't necessarily need a lot of dribbles. They move without the ball, quick shots and stuff like that. Again, they, they like to pound the ball. So I don't think it I don't think it makes sense. I don't even know why Durant want to do it, but they got enough talent on their team. But I also don't think it like Houston would do it. You would need so much for him. And if you see what um, New Orleans got in that trade for Drew Holiday. I mean, right. heck, like you, you basically want the whole roster <laughs> and like probably like four first round picks. And I just don't see if you're Brooklyn when you already have that talent, why you would need to do that. And Houston, like I said, it's not going to be what James Harden has provided for your franchise. He's box office and they've come close, you know, so. I mean, Harden has to look at himself really in terms of his style of play because a bunch of people have come through there at this point and they like, ah, yeah, I, I, I got to get up out of here. I, I can't play this way. I mean, that style is just not going to be some conducive to winning chips. And that's the that's the issue. Now, something that has come up, uh, I guess, sometime today or late last night, uh, some other news about James Harding wanting to come leave uh, Houston. Uh, they, everyone knows, of course, Daryl Morey uh, stepped away or was fired in Houston. Then you had uh, Mike D'Antonio, who decided not to come back with the team as after his contract expired. But there's more news coming out about the ownership. Tillman Fertitta, who is the owner of, of, of Restaurant Mogul, who owns Mastro's and, and other high-end restaurants, um, sources are saying that not just... Russell, not just James Harden, but Russell Westbrook and other players actually won out of Houston because of the owner's political views. Um, do you think, and I'll start with you, uh, Aaron, do you think there's any traction to that? Like, do you think that could be true? Do you think it's just someone just putting a story out there to, to cause everyone to, to read? Like, what do you think it is? I have no clue because I don't know what his political views are. I haven't That's seen any, like, Real quick, he is a staunch Donald Trump supporter, uh, not just a staunch supporter, uh, raised a lot of money for for uh, Donald Trump and has had other business dealings that are not very favorable to black people. Mm. Oh, yeah, then for sure you want to get out of there, especially if you expected people to believe that, you know, you were going into the bubble, but you still had the intentions of trying to... Uh, push the culture forward and, and move um, or have black people in the forefront when you're thinking about the decisions you're making and play it still continuing to play after what happened to George Floyd. So if we're expected to believe those players when they say that, then of course you will want to get um, as far away from somebody like that as possible. Jeff, you have anything to add on this? I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, um, Obviously, typically, you're not going to necessarily know what the head of your company's political views are, or you are you probably going to even research it. But I mean, like you're getting cut a check and, you know, can a player or players have that much control where they say, oh, trade me because we don't like your political views? I mean, you don't have to agree on everything. And, uh, you know, so 
Uh, I, I don't know. That's kind of an interesting one. D, I would have to say this. How many owners in the NBA are Trump supporters? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a <laughs> lot. I mean, uh, you know, they they donate via, like really secret, actually. Like That's they, what I'm saying. Those, yeah. yeah, like you don't know that where it's coming from, like the shadow donations. Like, there was an article about that. I think I had put it in the chat. I can't remember, but... Yeah, so <laughs> but that's the kind of racism that black people prefer. Yes, they do. What they hit? You the saw how excited everybody yes. was prior to the election. That's the kind of racism that black people like. Is the right. kind where you sneaky about it and go smile in your face. So they love that. So like, I don't that's think that, you see what I'm saying, Jeff. So it's <laughs> like when somebody's beating a drum and being disrespectful, going out of their way to say, "I don't care if you know what my political views are because you can't do anything about it." That's when people start to act like, "Oh, I don't like the way this feels." Yada yada yada. But when Bama's smiling in your face and secretly shaking hands and making slave trades behind the scenes, people are fine with that. Right. Because what's the real reality of it? That's that's my whole thing. It's like, I, I can't imagine that most owners are probably not Trump supporters to some extent because at the end of the day, he's getting it's money. It's about money. Yeah, so it's about I, that I just, money. That's all they care about. Yeah, so I, I just... That's right. You already Just know. the reality of the whole situation. I understand the sentiment behind it, but I just... Most of them are probably already him, you know, a supporter of him at the end of the day. Right, but when you got that much bread, like enough bread to turn down 103, you have a little bit of leverage to make oh, for decisions sure. that somebody that doesn't... That work at UPS can't make. So when you say you're taking another step forward in your consciousness and trying to be supportive of other black people that don't have as much as you have, this is one of those things where you can at least not give people consequences for being disrespectful. Because for the last four years, it's like they're, the consequences have kind of disappeared for being racist or openly supporting somebody who is racist. Now, if you have him out there playing with, uh, you got to get J.J. Redick and, and Bertans and a bunch of white players and try to fill the team down in Houston, then people will be like, oh, 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 we can't, maybe we shouldn't or should think about the things we say out loud. Maybe we do want to use uh, a shell company to donate the money or something like that versus just being openly staunch Trump supporters or xenophobes or whatever you want to call those kind of people. So just hearing that report, I mean, I'm really not sure. I mean, it could be true. It could be false. Um, one thing, it is just kind of interesting that it's, this is we just had the season where the players had to go in the bubble after the Jacob Blake shooting where there was a boycott for several days and then they decided that okay the team the players and the owners came up with whatever was the uh, plan of action and we did see several arenas well, not several, most NBA arenas end up being uh, polling places in those cities. Uh, we even saw some uh, owners and teams do other community initiatives. So, I mean, it's to me, it's not far-fetched if uh, if James Harden had an awakening, and, and it's an awakening because maybe he just didn't know. And I mean, no one really knows or really thinks like about the owner's political views until something comes out and maybe this was the situation like this summer or this this uh the, the bubble season was the time where players started to realize okay this is where our owners stand i will say this if the player wasn't james harden and it was someone like kyrie irving i would totally believe it because Kyrie seems like the type of player that would do something like that so but I mean I just I don't know I mean it could be true it could be false um if he's doing it for that I mean I commend him because he's in a position to do it if not then 
it is what it is. Um, other NBA news, there was a blockbuster trade late last night with the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks acquired Drew Holiday, and I believe um, it was just Drew Holiday. The Pelicans, listen to, I mean, you all know, but now to those who are listening right now, the Pelicans received Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, three future first round draft picks and two future draft swaps all for Drew Holiday and then they made another trade with the Sacramento Kings that sent um, Dante DiVincenzo uh, Ersan Ilyasova and DJ Wilson to the Sacramento Kings the Bucks in, in exchange received Bogdan Bogdanovich um, let's start with this do you think the addition of Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich, do you think that's enough to woo or keep Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee? Because this is the last year on his contract. What do you think about that, Jeff? Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be about results. It definitely, on paper, uh, the team, you know, is going to be a lot better uh, than they were last year. Uh, but I, I think he's going to look at the results ultimately. And they have to get to the conference finals. And, I mean, they shouldn't lose to anybody other than the Nets. I mean, if they lose to anybody other than the Nets, like, then that that's a major problem. I mean, of course, everybody already has their, um, you know, their opinions about Giannis, whether he is really that guy and should have won the two MVPs and knowing what his performance has been in the playoffs. And so that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to how the team performs uh, with the addition of those guys. And I think that it's definitely upgrades. And then obviously you still got Chris Middleton and, you know, some other fill-ins. So um, that's what it's, it, it'll be about the results. I mean, this is, I'll say this. We all gamble on something in life. And right now they're they're mortgaging their future for the franchise to keep Giannis. I mean, that's that's to me is the one thing when I see all the players and all the cachet they gave up just to make him happy. But they don't even know if that's going to be enough. I don't. I like Drew Holiday way better than all those players. Eric Blesso. And Eric Blesso, without Blesso, question. Yeah. I mean, he's just a, a way more complete player. He's a great defender. And to me, that fits into the role of how they like to play. They like to play that, that very good defense. And so when you have it, at that position with him and then of course you have Giannis they have a they're going to have a, a better defensive team without question and he can score and he can play, he can do everything at the point way more size too yeah so it's just like he, he's definitely a way he's an upgrade over what they had the question is did they give up too much to get that upgrade and that's to me the part that's yet to be seen because I don't know if that's going to be enough to take them to where he wants them to go meaning Giannis and to keep him on that roster I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how serious he was. I mean, it was all rumored that he wanted to, to go somewhere else. I don't know how serious he was talking about leaving Milwaukee. Do you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think he he really wants to go. Um, but I mean, he's just the latest guy that didn't sign that extension. I mean, and, and like I said, I think if they win and they can get to the finals at least then, you know, that'll go a long way because he could still always do something short, like sign a, a two-year, like a one-year and an option with KD and, 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 and um, you know, LeBron. with 
Yeah, and LeBron had done or whatever. So he could always do that. So if he sees that progress with those guys, I think that will go a long ways. And ultimately, if he if he resigns that extension, then then it will have been worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because right uh, at, at the end of the day, like you know, oftentimes you got to think like in, in in a business, like particularly in the business of the NBA. Like some of those teams make a killing, even though they're not good. And then you know, some of them they make money and they are good. If if they like you said, if they resign him, the money in the in the them foregoing their future and and the type of money that they will make over the the life of that contract, it will it, it probably wouldn't even it be a big deal. It, it would make it worth it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, without question. Um, Aaron, do you think it was too many draft picks that they gave up? Like this is three first round draft picks for I for Drew Holiday, who at the end of the day, I mean, he's basically good. What, look yeah. basically what AD the AD did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the deal sounds super crazy, but when you think about Milwaukee's first round picks, they're expected to be at the bottom of the first round. That's true. That's a crapshoot. That's like a third round NFL pick, basically in the NBA. Because usually the top of top of the draft, you got those guys with all that potential. But at the bottom, it's just Joe blows that most people never really heard of a lot of time. Um, and I think for them to make that deal, I feel like they have a good inkling, or at least probably were in communication with Giannis, like that they're close, like that making this deal would at least have him leaning towards coming back. I don't think that's a move you can just make blindly, like hopefully this will work like a crapshoot because you're going to need them first-round picks if he leaves. You're not getting free agents coming to Milwaukee. If you mm-hmm. can't get him with Giannis there, you sure as hell ain't going to get him when he's playing somewhere else. Like, it's just out of the question. So that and the, also the fact of him being from another culture where he doesn't kind of fall into a lot of the same pitfalls pitfalls that some of these American <laughs> black players right. fall into um, and, and listening to certain things on social media and certain narratives that we kind of get caught up in because he's from a different culture they're kind of banking I feel like on him I don't call it loyalty but it's what a lot of fans will call like sticking there and being loyal to that team I was I was listening to PTI earlier today and um, they, they did mention that about Giannis Antetokounmpo that he does like the area of uh, Milwaukee and um, where the new arena is the Fiserv Forum yeah. like that entire area of Milwaukee is like the next best thing like in middle America and it's you and it sounds funny saying that but yeah like it's it's the, it's supposed to be like uh, an inclusive uh, area pretty diverse and the whole area is really catered to Giannis kind of like downtown Cleveland was with LeBron downtown mm-hmm. Cleveland is abysmal then LeBron got there it became the place to be he leaves it's abysmal again he comes back it's the place to be and um like pretty much the area area from what I understand is uh, surrounded by Giannis D you had something to add no I was saying it's abysmal again because now he's gone so (laughs) 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 so so yeah so um yeah, it, they probably did get an inkling that, okay, I am leaning towards Stan, but we're going to have to make some real strides. And when it just comes to personnel versus personnel, 
Me personally, I'll give up Eric Bledsoe and George Hill for all day. So to me, it was just the oh. draft picks. But when yeah. you bring up, you know, where those selections are, Aaron, kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, ahead, and, I mean, and they had and they had to obviously make a move. They had to do something. Like it was a big, a big, um, you know, thing for them. That I guess it came back to hurt them. Them letting Brogdon go, you know, in types in terms of the playmaker he was, mm-hmm. and then you know he left via free agency, and so they had to do something. Like I said, with with their future riding on it, you know, they had to make that gamble, and so like it ain't really that big a deal, like you said, bottom of the first round. And, you know, I think uh, Bogdanovich, too, is, is also another major uh, pickup because he could shoot it. You know? He could he could get on a roll and fill it up. And I think he's like pretty consistent. And so whether he starts or comes off the bench, he going to give you somewhere about 18 to 19 a game consistently. So and he can, hey, you know, nice make plays. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, I just hope that. uh uh, what's his name? The coach Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. I just hope that he he uh, you know puts on a better coaching display this year. That's all I say about that. Yeah, the office has to get better. It has to get better. Um, they can't just rely on Giannis, right? Going ISO versus everyone. And I understand they're gonna have Drew Holiday, who's obviously a better offensive player, but. They got to do something different. Uh, another NBA trade. Who would have thought we would be almost 25 minutes in and we're just getting to this one. Chris Paul was traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Suns acquired uh, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, and Kelly Oubre Jr. And a 2022 first round pick. The Oklahoma City Thunder uh, from here until 2027, I believe, have 17 first round draft picks <laughs> like, like out of those 17 first round draft picks i'm sorry for it to be a success for the thunder they have to draft two future hall of famers you got to get two future hall of famers out of this if you don't get them to me it's a waste but let's talk I about mean, it from have a good track record you know they do they do sam presti is really good at, at his job he did get three of them uh without the draft pick so that that's a good thing uh let's talk about the suns though chris paul will be playing with devin booker in that backcourt also deandre ayton will be in his third season now playing with you know, considerably a better point guard than, than anyone that he has had. Do you think this is going to propel DeAndre Ayton or is DeAndre Ayton just who he is as a basketball player, D? Can I be honest with you? I don't know who DeAndre Ayton is. Because, I'm just... I don't watch enough Phoenix basketball games. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just one of those teams you watch and they come on TV, you switch the channel. It's Phoenix. I'm not I'm not trying to hate. It's just what it is. And so <laughs> Well, look, look, I'll put you on. He he was the number one pick. Well, yeah, what you said a couple years, years ago? ago. Two okay. years ago. Number one pick in the draft. But I I, I got you, Dean. I had I had to do that, uh, you know, what was that last week? Y'all asked me about a Batman being traded young. I, I wasn't familiar with cuz. <laughs> so it happens from time to time. It's a, it's a lot of players and a lot of sports we cover. But nah, uh yeah, nah, I mean in terms of has he lived up to it, I mean he's been solid. He's about eighteen and eleven 
And like I said, this going into his third year. So, I mean, playing with a guy like Chris Paul, we know how um, uh, DeAndre Jordan's career took off during that stretch where he was playing with Paul. Like, he'll get those lobs. Like, his offensive game is way ahead of DeAndre Jordan's. Like, DeAndre Jordan couldn't uh, begin to wish that he had the offensive game that Aiden has, how he could step out from 15, you know, to uh, 17 feet and hit the jumper. And he's mobile and going to be running the course. So, yeah, playing with a guy like Chris Paul, that's going to be amazing for him. And and obviously for Devin Booker, like, you know, taking some of the ball handling duties off of him, he can just go get you buckets. He's a potential superstar right there on the cusp. So, yeah, I think if 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 CP3 don't rub him the wrong way and, and, and along with Monty Williams, they can, you know, uh, I think I think it'll definitely boost their profile. They'll be in the playoffs, no question. Um, I have to kind of bring this up with uh, – Kelly Oubre, though, as a Washington Wizards fan, now I understand the trades are different. I understand the circumstances are different, but the Wizards, I can't even tell you who they got in in exchange for Kelly Oubre. And <laughs> Kelly Oubre is part of a deal that gets Chris Paul for the Sun. So it's just it just feels bad. It just seems like here we go again. Like I said, the circumstances are different, but. Jeez, uh, you uh, know, we give up. We give yeah, up everybody. For still nothing. There. I understand. Yeah, man. we we give up everybody for nothing. So <laughs> it, that that won't be the last. It certainly hasn't been the first time that you made a statement like that in reference to the Wizards. So you know right, what I'm saying? And that's the thing about the Wizards. They undervalue their own talent and then they overvalue everybody else's. So that's why they get Mahimi and players like that for you know what they pay for. It's, it's just what they do. Right. And yeah, Ubre was just the odd man out there because he got hurt during the whole bubble joint. But he was balling last year, and I think, like you said, OKC they definitely, uh, you know, uh, got a couple of young dudes with future, like with Gilgis Alexander. Like I said, I like Ubre, and then you got all them picks. So you know, Presty definitely gonna have plenty of shots to see what he could come up with or, or finesse those picks to get like a player or something when he putting it all together. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm definitely going to get the league, league pass this year. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Lakers acquired Dennis Schroeder from OKC uh, in exchange for Danny Green yeah, first round draft pick. Um, LeBron actually is, you know, getting another another good point guard on this team. Uh, what are the hopes for the Lakers to repeat uh, this season, uh, Aaron? I mean, I think the chances are pretty high. I don't think Brooklyn out the gate is going to be <clears throat> as uh, like world beaters like everybody else is thinking. I think that's going to take a little bit of time, especially with Kyrie Irving being one of the focal points of the team. So I think the Lakers got a real good chance of, uh, of repeating. The only issue is how is LeBron going to look being a year older, because I know it's only a year, but when you get up there in that kind of age range, a year is like aging five years sometimes. So, in dog years, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think they got a good chance, but um, other than the Clippers, and other than the Clippers, really, I think they got a pretty good chance. So you you done with Golden State at this point. The Golden State ain't going to make I was it. done before the season started. 
Jeff and Harold owe me wings based on that, but they ain't cash me out yet. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I remember that you had to pull the tape, man. The bad mistake. Steph got hurt five games in, like nobody. He sucked the season out. This time my hand got hurt. He said I don't want to play. Stop it. No, like he he was already he was gonna miss a bunch of time anyway. So like the the season was already decided. Even if he came back, he wasn't gonna have had Embiid's going on a twenty game winning streak. Is that the crap? You know the Bama broke but, his but, hand and he sat out but, of the but, but, but we talked about making the playoffs. I'm saying, like, he had already missed all of them games. Like, they weren't going to accomplish that mission. So, whether, whether, if that's what I'm saying, if I if our bet was based on, on obviously, we, us saying that he was going to make the playoffs, it wasn't them bad Steph missing 60 games. You know what I mean? Whether it would turn into the whole season or not. That's, but that's injuries all. are part I'm, of the game. I mean, yeah, before the season I don't, I, But if we did, then all I'm saying is, I'm not, I'm not denying it. I don't know. That joint was so long ago. You know what I mean? If, yeah, if, I ain't if we did. To find that joint, but we wait for him <laughs> to come back because he was on there too. He lying. He's lying. He lying. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean this this a new year though you know what I'm saying so uh, saying. I mean that's fair if you if that's that's your opinion that's kind of, yeah that's the West fine, is way but, tougher this ain't the West that Steph left or Clay left like the Clippers I mean also and, but but also with like with LeBron and them repeating like you you just stamping that I I don't. I didn't stand, I don't, but they got a good chance, my man. Come on, Jeff. Don't put no words in the middle. <laughs> hey, man. look. I mean, you stab, you stabbed them and the Clippers and nobody else. You just talked about how tough they were. Oh, yeah. Golden State had zero chance of winning the chip. I thought you was talking about winning the chip. Not I mean, if you, if, you went, if, you, if you went out the West, you got a chance to win the chip. You know so what I'm saying? Me, like, let me, let's go on wax right now. I will take the Lakers and the Clippers, and you can have the field. You want to do that bet? I ain't think uh, so. I mean, you, I do that. Okay, okay, okay. Like, seriously, you're act like these Bamas is head and shoulders over above okay. these other teams. Like, that's an easy bet. Like, right, so Bama said, I, I, I ain't going to do that. Uh, is this just to get out the West, Aaron? Or, or no, fine. no, he said versus the field. Okay. He said versus right, the field. Right. You heard that, Jeremy? All right, all right. I just want, I just want to know. Versus the field. Okay. Sounds like a good bet right there. On whose behalf? Man, it's it's <laughs> that's a good question. Just the thing, Jeff is, Jeff is a gambler. He's not taking that bet to Vegas. He, he ain't going to the I'm in there early, dog. I'm in there early with that. Cashing out on him too. And so smiling as they cashing me out. Okay, smiling as they cashing me out. Then. You sound confident over there. <laughs> I mean, we could we could get the particulars. Just know that that joint is a done deal. You know what I mean? We we don't have to work the particulars on air. That's it's a done deal, though. I'm a I'm a I'm a DM y'all uh, to to get into this somehow. <laughs> I'm gonna watch action last night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man! Uh, real quick, watch the Wizards. We I know we spoke about it a little earlier, but um, Tommy Shepard. It's his second full year coming up this season. So far, after one year. Um, hasn't really done too much for this team but what, what does he have to do and I'll start with you D what does he have to do for you to have more faith in him as the general manager of the Washington Wizards get some talent on the roster I mean I, I mean that's really at the end of the day what it is I, the key to me the key to me is what he's gonna do with Bill and Wall I feel like 
is this duo is it done at this point um especially oh, bill no way and well yeah you got a point there <laughs> no but, they just said that uh um houston approached him about right. um westbrook. Oh, westbrook yeah so that's been the rumor that there's been early talk for wall yeah. yeah wall and westbrook and they're saying they're still trying to figure out the other assets that they would give up to get westbrook from houston so that's that's early talks that they're that they've been talking about but i mean you don't know to me at this point the whole thing needs to be imploded they should just start from scratch um the wizards not going nowhere they're not doing anything so for me if if he were to start over this would be the time to do it with bill kind of on his way out the door, in my opinion. I can't see Bill staying that much longer. And I feel like he's their best player, there, and they should go ahead and make a move and, and get some assets for Bill and think about what they're going to do for Wall and just start start from there. But to me, with that being said, I would love for Shepard to get a new head coach in there. That's that's what I ultimately would like to see, Bye for God. real. Yeah. Oh, man. Um I have a sense, I have a soft spot for John Wall, man. So obviously, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, a sad thing, but I mean, Russell is just better than him. So I mean, even no, with, I don't want Russell Westbrook, though. Me either, dog. He's gonna pound the ball. That's all he's gonna I do. Want, I don't, I don't, I don't want no part of that, man. And more out of control. If y'all complaining now about sharing the ball. I don't want to hear it when y'all get this. <laughs> I don't want to hear. But yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like if you play in two K, it sounds good. Don't get me wrong, it sounds good. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, we'll have to see how everything plays out with with, with Tommy Shepard. The NBA draft is tomorrow. Minnesota Timberwolves have the number one pick. We mentioned last week. That Alonzo Ball has been moving up uh, draft boards. Uh, it looks like. The one pick may come down to Lonzo. I'm sorry, not Lonzo. Lamelo Ball mm-hmm. or uh, J- James Wiseman. Um, Aaron, who do you think is going number one overall to Minnesota? Minnesota Timberwolves. Lamelo, no question. That's oh, the right man. pick. Now, if they're going to do it or not, who knows? But Lamelo. Uh, D, who do you think? Uh, NBA draft. I'm sorry, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm D out this zone. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I agree with Aaron. They're gonna take ball here. I mean, you know, it's potential box office. It's Minnesota. They need they need some some other spark in there. I know D'Lo, you know, uh, got got still got good potential, but I mean, ball they they just have to play them play them together. You know what I mean with Towns. So, but yeah, I think I think Lamelo. Yeah, because Towns and Wiseman are kind of the same same. Yeah, they, they they wouldn't. That don't seem to make sense to me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it, to me, if you're gonna get similar players it would just be better to do it at the guard position than in the front court position right um, guards are a little are easier to interchange than like a four and a five or 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 th- depending on them the three and four depending on who the players are um I think they would yeah. move towns that would make sense to me that's it i think towns ain't gonna i think he's just gonna be a good He's obviously a, a talented player, but his mindset is not enough to win you any chip. He'll be a good like piece to add to another 
talented roster at this point in his career. I think who he is is who he is. <clears throat> yeah, man. Real quick, and this isn't when I say we, I'm not talking about us on this panel. <laughs> uh, when I say we, just sports fans in general, do we owe LeVar Ball an apology? Because this is now two of his three sons going high in the NBA draft. Do, do we do we owe him owe him an apology for calling him stupid? I, I, I mean, would. you might owe him an apology, but we were real high on Levar Ball on this show, right? Hey, I, I, I didn't plan to him. So that's why I said you made y'all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was rapping a lot, and I know it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But it was number one; it was entertaining to see him talk. But I mean. With two of his three sons, he was correct. He said he was going to get them in the NBA and get them drafted pretty high. And Lonzo went two, and it looks like LaMelo could go as high as number one. Got to give him credit when it is due. Uh, Let's move on to the NBA, uh, NFL, excuse me. Uh, DeAndre Baker, former defensive back for your favorite team, D. Uh, charges were dropped yesterday because apparently the attorney for the um, plaintiffs, yeah, uh, they were uh, he the attorney was trying to extort DeAndre Baker and uh, Philip, uh, is it Philip Dunbar? Yeah, Philip Dunbar, and Not trying to extort Dunbar. him for what two hundred sixty-two thousand for each of the guys involved, which was like three plaintiffs. So that came out. They, they ended up uh, pressing charges on the attorney. They dropped the charges on DeAndre Baker. He, let's remind those who are listening, he was released shortly after the news of the alleged um, robbery where they said uh, DeAndre Baker and Philip Dunbar allegedly stole jewelry uh, with, and they used automatic uh, weapons to uh, to to gain the jewelry, so um, charges have been dropped. He is eligible to be signed by an NFL team, um, but do you think the NFL should like really step in and almost help DeAndre Baker? Because when you're looking when you look at the evidence now, it looks like it was a setup. What do you, what do you think, D? I still don't know the true story of what happened. It it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Just the whole the whole situation that happened that particular night. They were gambling, and so, so you know, supposedly he was getting the Bamas for their stuff that they you know that they had that they were they were doing the gambling. Others say that he lost so much money gambling DeAndre Jordan that he was upset and he wanted his money back. So that's why he pulled it. I don't know what to believe because there's so many different stories. Quentin Dunbar somehow skated away and still played week one in the NFL. So I don't know how he did that. You know, and now you come up with the lawyer, you know, was extorting the players. So I I really don't know what to do. How is he extorting them? He, the the attorney, the attorney of the plaintiffs, first of all, the plaintiffs stopped uh, cooperating with the authorities. I think two of them recanted their statements to the uh, to the authorities and then they wanted um the attorney wanted 262,000 for each of the three plaintiffs that were um pressing charges against DeAndre Baker. Um so that's how and and uh Baker's attorney was able to prove that 
the attorney for the plaintiffs was trying to extort DeAndre Baker. Uh, well, before we go on, was I calling that dude Philip Dunbar? It's Quinn. Yeah, Dunbar? it's Quinn. It's Quinn. Oh, all right. I mean, <laughs> Dunbar. Ain't that Philip Dunbar too? He don't oh, exist. So. <laughs> I'm about to say that's somebody new. I don't even know about that was in the case, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, that's how they were trying to extort DeAndre Baker. That's how they they were trying to get him. They're trying to get him for that cash uh, to keep quiet. So, right. I just think at this point with DeAndre Baker, I just think he needs to, you know, try to, you know, move on, get on somebody's roster. He's a young talent. He got drafted in the first round by us, you know, two years ago. Um, do I think he was that good of a talent for us? No, but that just depends upon the system that you're in. I just feel like a player can look silly in the wrong system, so maybe he gets on the right roster. You know, that can change. Um, but I just don't – this is what I don't want. I don't want the league to now step in, like you're saying, Jeremy, and then try to give this guy additional games for some type of misconduct that they deemed necessary to suspend him from like four more games for whatever you know mm-hmm. i just i just hope that that doesn't happen <clears throat> and that is a possibility the nfl they're investigating so that is a possibility i hope they don't do it i mean because first of all he's not on a team right we are now into week 11 so let's say he did do something i mean he hasn't played for 11 weeks so I think that's enough and we've already seen with a precedence this year that Antonio Brown and I understand he's a different player I understand he's he's a better player but he in a sense was not suspended Uh, he just wasn't on a team and then when he was signed they were like all right he could play so I, I hope it goes. No, I think I think I think he was. I think he actually was suspended. That's the precedent that was set. He was suspended, so no team. That's why he wasn't signed. Correction. right. He was. He was. He was definitely suspended, but he he wasn't on a team to really right. miss right. games. So that was the, that was the caveat with with all that. But you are correct, Jeff. You are. Um, so yeah, that's how I, I just hope they don't they don't try to you know, suspend them again for just the association with with <laughs> with people who, who do stuff like like this. All right, y'all, let's get to our picks uh, where we pick against the spread. I'll recap the record for you all. Uh, Harold still is in last place with 68, 68 wins. D with 69 wins. Aaron with 75 wins. Jeff with 77. Oh, what? what? Yep, Jeff with 77. Lost the lead, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Jeff been quiet this whole time about that type of stuff. Hey, look, man, you know, hey, we still got a long way to go, man. We still got a long way to go. And, and since I've been on this show, I've been undefeated. So, yeah. All right, y'all. Let's pick these games against the spread. Thursday night, Cardinals at Seattle. Before we get to the spread, what do y'all think about that Hail Mary catch by DeAndre Hopkins? Or just the play in general from, from Kyler Murray to Hopkins? Right. The, the the catch was insane and what Kyler did was insane. But at the same time, let me ask you this question. Why does Seattle have like four or five defenders playing underneath routes? I still don't understand that. <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Buffalo. Yes. Why do they have some? 
I didn't understand why they had guys playing the short routes. Like, dude, get everybody back and guard the end zone. Like, it didn't make any sense. And so you you watch the you watch the replay. Guys are running back to right. defend DeAndre Hopkins at the last second. And by that time, it was too late on arrival, bro. And he yeah. caught the pass. Most the band, the Bama knocked, though. I, I can't uh, think of the, uh, what player that was that knocked. Um, he knocked. Who, who that top corner? Like, um, uh, Tredavious White. Tredavious, yeah. Tredavious White was right there. And the Bama trying to get back. His momentum knocked Tredavious White right up out of there. And then he tried to swipe at the arm, but it, it was just too late. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like y'all said, it was ridiculous. All right. Cardinals at Seattle. Seattle's favored by three and a half. Harold is going with the Cardinals. Um, Pete, who we go with? Let me get the Cardinals. All right. Aaron. Uh, Jeff, yeah, I think I think this gonna be a crazy week right here. This could either like you know stretch my lead or it could make me fall. But I'm just feeling the type of way. I'm gonna take Seattle on this. One. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rusting them to bounce back. But yeah, looking at my picks, it's gonna be one of them weeks. We'll see whether this bury me or not. I think I'm going with the Cardinals here. I think the Cardinals are going to win outright. So uh, that that's uh, that's what I'm going with. Steelers at Jaguars. Steelers are favored by ten. Harold is going with the Steelers. Jeff, who are you going with? Uh, yeah, let me get them Pittsburgh. Aaron Steelers. D unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous here. Um, Lions at Panthers. The Panthers are favored by two and a half. Aaron, who you going with? Did they say what uh, Bridgewater's injury was? If he's playing this week or not? That I know it's an MCL sprain. If he, yeah, give me a, uh, give me the Panthers. All right, Aaron's going with the Panthers. D. But Stafford hurt his hand too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Let me go with the Panthers. Jeff. Now let me get the Lions. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. I'll go with the Lions. Uh, Harold is going with the Panthers. Patriots at Texans. Patriots are favored by three. Uh, Harold is going with the Texans. Did y'all see that Sunday night game with the uh, Patriots and Ravens, though, with that monsoon they were playing in? Yeah, that was crazy. Ridiculous. Uh, Patriots are favored by three. Harold is going with the Texans. Uh, D, who are you going with? Um, I don't like any of these games so far. Uh, <clears throat> let me go with the Texans. All right. Uh, Aaron. Patriots. Uh, Jeff. Yeah, Aaron talked me out of the pass versus the Ravens last week or whatever. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna go with uh, New England on this. Give me the pass. Yeah. I'm going with the Pats. Harold is going with the Texans to remind you. You know what? Let me yeah, let me go. Let me go with the Pats. I this okay. this new this head coach. The head coach. I'm thinking about the head coach and the situation. The, the Texans haven't looked good since the switch. That team has other roster issues. Their offensive line is still not good. The the, the offense is still not good. Let me go. Let me go with the Pats. All right. So Harold is the Lone Ranger on this one. Uh, Titans at Ravens. Ravens are favored by seven. 
I am going to go with the Titans on this one. Uh, D, who are you going with? Titans. Jeff. Uh, hearing that joint back, like I had Ray with the seven young, that, that joint is crucial. Uh, let me... I'm 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 gonna stick with the Ravens, yeah. I'm gonna stick with it. All right, Aaron. All right, Harold is also going with the Titans. Philadelphia Eagles at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are favored by three and a half. Philly is coming off of a uh, upset loss against your favorite team, D, the Mm. New York Football Giants. Before we get to this. What do you have to say about that game, D? I said it last week. I said the team is improving. The only thing I didn't see improving was Daniel Jones, and he improved this week. I was surprised. He was stepping him in the pocket. He ain't fumble. He ain't throwing interception. He just did what he needed to do, which was manage the game properly and don't turn the ball over, and it gave us a chance to beat Philly. And I think if he continues that for the remainder of the season, that's how it's going to be. I feel like they're trying to win the division at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's that's and because the division is so lowly, it's just I can just see that them trying to win the division at maybe seventy nine, and that would be like a feather in his in our in our head coach. I just, I'm just surprised by our head coach. I, that's the one thing I have to say. The head coach and the coordinators, I feel like they've all played. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah I'm pleasantly <laughs> surprised. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know what to expect when we hired right, uh, right. Judge Dre. I I didn't know what to expect. And so I don't think anybody else did. So for me, it was just like, who is this? But hey, so far, it, it seems like the team is like playing. Like people are getting hyped, and right. the team is like the defense is playing physical, and the offense is running the ball physical. Like we used to running with Jacobs and Amar Bradshaw. I just I see it trending in the right direction at this point. And so with us having the bye week, I think it's a good time to have the bye and continue to try to get better. But. Yeah, I'm 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 proud of Daniel Jones, man. He ain't played great, but he that's the great game he had. That's the best game he's had probably in his career, which I was just about to ask you that question. <laughs> that game that he's had in his career. In man. his career, which is short, but it I mean he showed a lot. I still feel like they need to work on getting the ball downfield a little bit more. And I think that would help open up the one game even more to you know what I'm saying. Right now it's everything is so short and I understand why they're doing it, but I mean, we have enough. We have we have Slayton. He runs a four three. We have another corner, another wide receiver that runs a four three that starts. And I mean, Shepard and Shepard is not the fastest guy, but because of his route running, he can get open downfield to that to that extent. And so, like when we played Philly, it was a, when they came out of halftime. Philly came out and scored right away. And then when we got the ball back, I mean, Daniel Jones came back and threw like you know multiple down the field passes back to back to back. And so it shows the ability is there because everybody's playing us against the run because they know that's how we are going to be successful. So, I mean, and he didn't fall this week when he ran against Philly like he did last time. So, I mean, yeah, I'm proud of him, man. I'm not proud that I picked the giant, I mean, that Philly last week, but you know, 
Right. I, I didn't. I said fly. I said fly equals fly, man. I, I disrespected them, man. You gonna stop picking the Giants now, dog? <laughs> I gotta stop thinking about my Giants differently now. The different yeah. life. It was. Yeah. It was like Jeff in Miami. You know what I'm saying? You get. Right, you get right. burned so many times. You can't. So, but yeah, man. I was proud of them, man. <laughs> All right, Philly at Browns. Browns are favored three and a half. Harold is going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Aaron, who you going with? Eagles. Jeff. Dog, I don't know how Bama's can continue to pick the Eagles, young. Like, give me the Browns, young. The Bama's going to last week. I'm thinking of coming out the win. I mean, I feel you, but heck, man, like, even that three and a half seems so daunting with the Eagles. They'll mess around and get blown out. You know what I'm saying? I walked in the house and these Bamas was down uh, damn near two touchdowns to the Giants. I'm like, goodness gracious. You know I mean? <laughs> Joan ain't been that much time, man. <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, can't, I can't pick these Bamas and feel good about it. Yeah, I got And that was with their roster pretty much intact. A lot of the guys that That's were That's what hurt I'm saying. Alshon back. came back. Yeah, they definitely had some players man, come Spanish back. Came back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Browns on this one. All right. Um, I am going. I don't. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I'm going with Philly. <laughs> and you believe in Wentz? True. <laughs> I really don't believe. That shows how I really just don't yeah. believe. Nah, I hate. You. I hate. <laughs> Bengals at the Washington football team. And before mm. we get to the pick, Aaron, I want to hear your thoughts on this game against the Lions. I saw what you said on uh, Facebook this weekend. Uh, I want you to. You know, pour your thoughts out. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, even Harold had a live earlier today where it was kind of the same conversation. Like, Fraud Rivera told us that the reason the team was being held back was because the quarterback play and the offense. Alex Smith threw for three something last week, three turnovers, but the coach said he played well. This week, he had no turnovers, but he also had no touchdowns. Threw for almost 400 yards, and his team still manages to lose the game. They were down double digits in like six out of their nine games. It's just the team is poorly coached. They don't have a whole lot of talent on the team. All of the things we were seeing going into the season are obviously apparent. But the excuses just seem to switch up for Ron Rivera and the quarterbacks every single week. We knew this was going to be a, a bad team going in. And then it just seems like because Ron didn't like a certain player, we started all these narratives and it looked like we were back in the Shanahan era or back in the Jay Gruden era. So, it's I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Dwayne loses to the Cardinals, the Browns, and the Ravens, and he gets benched. They're losing against sub-500 teams. They lost to the Giants twice. They lost um, to the uh, Lions, who are under 500. The only team that was over 500 that beat them is the um, the the forty uh, the Rams. So it's just it's just ridiculous. It's a, it's a shit show. And I'll be glad when they finish at the bottom of the division, so we can hear what excuses Northern Virginia has for the team uh, start going into next year. See, I, I'm glad you said it as a well. Are you a fan of the team still? Let me. Let no, me I'm a Miami Dolphin uh, fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's two at time. <laughs> but uh, you know when when I said as a fan of the rival team it's oh you're a hater oh it's you don't know sports blah 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 but I'm just like yo I just see Washington is still losing like they're still losing 
still down by double-digit points during the game. Washington was down by 21 points at halftime. Like, okay, they came back, but you know what? They lost. (laughs) Not only did they lost, you shouldn't have been in that situation with a quarterback that's been in the league for 15 years. Like, and yeah, like you said, the results are, are still L's. And so I don't see the point why you don't have Haskins in there, especially when you drafted him in the first round. Like because the hand is petty and he doesn't like it. Like that's a dumbass reason to have somebody sitting on the bench and not developing a first round pick from last year. It's a dumbass. No, that's because I mean he not you know he not his guy either. That's how this don't be working in these sports, right. dog. Especially right. when you have a track record as of an organization of you know hiring a lot of coaches like when anytime no the coaches come in especially if they have some sense of a of, of credentials they got like all the control and so like and get none of the blame it all goes to dan straight to dan it definitely go to dan but you know he yeah, he's still having an answer for his uh, his earlier years of ownership for sure and Aaron, I'm glad you brought up the point about the games that Dwayne Haskins uh, played this season. Uh, they obviously won game one against the Eagles. Game two was Arizona. Um, you then had uh, the game against, which everyone keeps on bringing up, the Cleveland game. But, I mean, you saw Kyle yeah. Allen struggle against. Did Alex Smith throw three interceptions last week? Or was I watching a different game? I think you were watching a different game. It was a different jersey. It wasn't Alex Smith's. Oh, okay. And then the head coach came in a press conference right after the game and said, I thought he played well. He didn't mention the turnover. <laughs> Not so, one. So, so Fraud Rivera could keep it to himself. Like, I'm done with that dude. Like, y'all can continue to play that game with him. I'm done with him. I know who he is. The evaluation is over. He's got more losing seasons than winning seasons. He's living off that 15 and one year that Cam took him to the Super Bowl. So I'm done. That being said, Bengals at Washington. Washington is favored by two and a half. Aaron, who you going with? I'll sway. Give me the Bengals. <laughs> Jeff. Let me get Washington. D. Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals. Harold is going with the Bengals also. Uh, Falcons at Saints. Saints are favored by four and a half, but... Drew Brees will not be there. He has five broken ribs, and there could be even more that he's going to see a second opinion to determine if there's more fractures in his ribs. Let me know if y'all have ever heard this. Have y'all ever heard of a situation where a player has fractured their ribs, but the x-ray when they checked the week before came out negative because of inflammation have y'all heard that before no no yeah i mean we ain't doctors though like i, I don't know no. i don't know nothing about none of that stuff dog you know no. what i'm saying don't get me wrong we i don't think we're doctors i don't know if y'all went to did biology or amp but a fracture is a fracture to me like i feel like you should be able to see that and that's what some of the reports are saying that he might have fractured he being Drew Brees fractured a couple of his ribs last week but when they did the x-ray they came back negative and now they did it this week and it's like oh it's there and it's because of inflammation but anyways he also had a punctured lung or collapsed lung Yeah, he's going to be out for a few weeks they're trying to decide if he's going to be placed on the IR it looks like 
Jameis Winston is going to be in there, but that bum Taysom Hill is going to get some playing time also. Uh, the Saints are still favored by four and a half. Harold is gone with his Falcons. You know he loves the Falcons. Dean, uh, <laughs> who you going with? Uh, Falcons. Jeff. I still got the Saints. Aaron. Let me get Jameis Winston. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints also. Jets at Chargers. Chargers oh lose another close game again. I understand it's Tua and the Dolphins, but another close game. The Chargers are favored by nine points. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Jeff, who are you going with? Jets. J-E-T-S Jets, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> insane, man. D, who you going with? Ah. Uh... It's the it's the it's the nine. It's the nine for you, young. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't even finish my sentence, bro. Um, no. Um, Jets, man. I haven't picked the Jets one time this year. God, I don't trust them. Is who's who's quarterback? Is it still going to be Flacco? I ass, I'm oh, assuming. I I'm assuming. I haven't heard anything. Is it bad? <laughs> well, Both of them bad as garbage. Well, at least he's going to make some downfield passes and actually have an opportunity. I think they have a better chance of scoring with him than they do with Sam Darnold. Darnold is out. Sam Darnold is out for this week's game. They already said it on ESPN. All right, you got the Jets. Uh, I'm going with the Jets. <laughs> Give me the charges. Aaron, Aaron, did I get to you? Give me the charges. Okay. Charges. Okay. <laughs> right, so Harold and Aaron go with the Chargers. Uh, D's going with the Jets. Jeff, who do you say you're going with again? I got the Jets. I am going with the Jets also. It's that nine points, man. That's it. That's all it is. And it ain't the Chiefs that they're playing because the Chiefs obviously had that 19 that they covered, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins at Broncos. My, my. Dolphins are favored by three. Harold is going with the Broncos. I am going with the Dolphins. He got a thing really? for the Broncos too, though. He do, <laughs> man. His track record, yeah. That hunt, yeah, he definitely does. Them and the Chargers in Atlanta. Those are the three teams. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. I'm going with, I'm going with the Dolphins. The Jeff, Jeff, who you go with? I got two of them boys. Man. Right, I think Aaron. it's unanimous on this side of the. I think it's unanimous on this side. All right, you know. <laughs> Let's go to the next game: Packers at Colts. Colts are favored by three. Is that right, correct? Man. Based on what Harold got here, he got yeah. the Colts favored by three. Harold is going with the Packers. Uh, D, who you going with? Packers. All right, Aaron. Packers. Jeff. Unanimous. All right. I do want to double check that line. That line looks weird to me. Uh, or maybe I just haven't seen <laughs> Packers games, but no, the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> and Packers have had like a, a couple close games in recent weeks. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah with that, the that's what yeah, I just Exactly. Told. They definitely did not cover him. So, yes, it is correct. Colts are favored uh, by three. Um, 
I'll go with the Packers in this one. Uh, Cowboys at Vikings. Vikings favored by three. Kirk Cousins finally wins on Monday night. Oh, that's it. I thought Monday I saw night. eight. I'm going to say Cowboy. I'm going with the Vikings. They're going to they gonna, they gonna smash the Cowboys. Uh, it, is, it is eight, though. You're right. It's eight. I thought Jeremy said three. What you... What you... Oh, no, I was saying three about the Colts and Packers. Oh, not oh the I thought you were saying the Cowboys. Uh, no, 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 three. No, no. Okay, okay. My Vikings bad. favored by eight. I'm, okay. I'm going with the Vikings. You're still going with the Vikings. <laughs> 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 uh, Kirk Cousins so, making him second guess himself. I did. I took Kirk uh, last week. I know you did, but it's making yeah. you second guess every pick yeah, afterwards. Back game, though, yes. <sighs> Give me the- he, hey, he broke his Monday night streak too. Who you got here? I almost said it, but I couldn't do it. Give me Dallas. Give me Dallas. <laughs> 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 I couldn't get it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he broke that Monday night streak. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He, was, I mean, I really, it was Dalvin Cook. But they won like three in a row, I think. Three yeah, or four. So, I'm, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I don't, you know, I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. Jeff, Andy did you Dalton get your? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not. Yeah, I can't pick Kurt again and back to back. Like, it was it was a daunting enough task to pick him in that game where he was been oh yeah. oh and nine. You right. know what I'm saying? So, the goal. <laughs> Back to back weeks, and for it to be a spread as high as eight, young the Cowboys oh, have been playing better defense. Like I'm, I'm gonna say that they go ahead and cover that. Yeah, so I got the Cowboys. Derek Gilbert looked good too. Yeah. What'd you yeah. think about that, uh, Jeremy? I, I didn't the hear about. I didn't hear Gary Gilbert. Oh, he definitely looked good for for someone that that was playing in the AAF last year. Um, he looked better than Danucci, and oh, that was easy. Better than Dalton too, and Andy Dalton. <laughs> I know this came in like a half, but he looked better. He looked more comfortable. Um, yes, he did make a mistake late in in that fourth quarter uh, that with that against the Steelers, but I mean the offense looked it looked better. Definitely. He looked like he could play in the league to me. Yeah, that was my first time seeing him. Yeah, yeah. He I never, I never saw him. I just remember seeing his name flash on Instagram, but never actually saw him play. That being said, it looks like Andy Dalton is starting this week, so I'm going with the Vikings. Harold is going Vikings also. Uh, Sunday night game, I believe it's Sunday night. Chiefs at Raiders. The Chiefs are favored by six and a half. Andy Reid wants revenge because the Raiders apparently went on a victory lap around Arrowhead after <laughs> after the week five game. So he wants revenge. Chiefs are favored by six and a half. Chiefs. Aaron. Chiefs. Jeff. Yeah, Chiefs going to run it up on them, young. Like, if you – all the be- the listeners out there, the betters, yeah, go ahead and throw your bread on the Chiefs this week. That's a lot. And it's off the bye. They going to run it up on the Chiefs. Yeah, it's unanimous. I'm going with the Chiefs. Harold's going with the Chiefs also. And the Monday night game, which should be really good, Bye-bye. Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are favored by three and a half. Harold is going with the Rams. I am going to go with the, ooh, the 
this one. Three and a half. Aaron Donald is going to smash y'all man this week. <laughs> man. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams to cover on this one. <laughs> um, D, who you going with? The Rams. Aaron. Rams. Jeff. Dog, it's just funny to me listening to y'all. I was the Lone Ranger on the Rams last year. All y'all, all y'all <laughs> had, go. all y'all had there you go. All y'all had Russ, you know what I'm saying? And that yeah. man, he he's for free falling out the MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mahomes got another one locked up. I mean, it's a long way to go, but he definitely Brady gave it back. Uh, Russ gave it back. Brady that dropped it. Could be a conversation yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, Cook, Cook in there, but I mean, I think, like, the turnovers with Russ, like, he tied for second in the league with um with Carson Wentz, dog. Think about that. Crazy. So, yeah, but, so with Who's that first? man, say, um, uh, Daniel Jones. Nah, Daniel Jones. Nah, 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 nah. It's, I think it's Wentz. I think it's Wentz. I said that wrong. He tied with Daniel okay. Jones at okay. second. Yeah, second in the league or whatever. But, but, um, but yeah, man. I, 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 this week though, I, I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Brady and the boys. You know what I'm saying? It, to, to, to get it done. Huh? So you the Lone Ranger, Jeff, on this one? Yeah, I've been a Lone Ranger on the Bucks a couple times too. Yeah. I've been paying attention. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of Lone Rangers this week. You even gonna be booming the Bucks? That's what I told you. I, I felt that coming in. You know, I feel good about my picks though. So we'll see where it get me. Oh man, well, that will wrap it up here for us. Um, real quick, it looks like Harold will be back to have his position. Uh, so I do want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I've told this to Harold many times that uh, you all are the reason why I transitioned my radio show to a podcast because I saw uh, what can come out of it, the flexibility, the exposure, and, and all the other benefits of that. Uh, I listen every week. You all record on Tuesdays. I record on Wednesdays or Thursdays, and I definitely gain a lot of insight from you all. Uh, so I want to say thank you for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. And I am going to hit you all up about coming on my podcast, but you all, just like I told Harold, don't need an invitation. If y'all ever just want to come on, just say, yo, put me on this week and I will always provide a platform for y'all. So I just want to say thank you for having me on. Um, anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I think we all, that's, uh, you know, reciprocated on our end. You know, thanks for filling in and for Harold and doing, doing the job you did. We appreciate that for sure. And appreciate the invitation, man, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Hey man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to Where's Buffy podcast, um, Bender Knows Best, Sports Talk Tasha, um, obviously my my uh, my podcast, the Sports Reality Podcast, um, and everyone else that rocks with OSS nine eighty. Until next time, everyone. Peace. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports, or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see?
feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 